This is episode number 250 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jessie Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, it's Jesse jumping in before we get into today's episode to let you know that I have a brand new free live workshop that I'm going to be teaching this October called the Perinatal Pathway. It is a free live online workshop for fitness and health pros outlining exactly how to structure a successful first session with a new prenatal or postnatal clients. So excited for this. In three sessions, three trainings, we're going to cover exactly what to do in your initial consultation for an organized and professional first impression. I'm going to give you step-by-step strategy for guiding someone through an initial movement assessment so that you can be prepared and building their training or treatment plan. And of course, we're going to dial in on what to focus on versus what does not matter when introducing core and pelvic floor concepts to someone. So what is essential at the beginning, where to focus first, and then what you can continue to implement over the sessions to come. So it is a dream job to coach pregnant and postpartum clients when you feel confident and prepared for any and all scenarios. But I know that if you feel anything but confident and prepared, it can feel scary and it can feel really nervy to go into these client consults, maybe not knowing what to touch on, what to focus on, and then what to actually do with that information that you gain during the session. So I am really excited to be with you in the perinatal pathway. We start Thursday, October 6th, 100% free. So I would absolutely love to have you there. If you work in fitness, coaching, or health in any modality, this is for you. And if this is where you want to be taking your business or your career, you want to be working with perinatal populations, we would absolutely love to have you. So hit up the link in the show notes of today's episode, get your spot for the perinatal pathway, and I'll see you there. Hey friends, welcome on to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell. It's a solo episode with me today, and we are diving right into how to run a successful perinatal initial client consult. So this is going to be a really key one for you if you work in fitness or movement as a coach or instructor or if you work in any health field or modality like physical therapy, chiropractic, athletic therapy, 
basically, if you are working with pregnant or postpartum clients or want to be, I'm going to give you three really big rocks to be focusing on for these initial assessments or that first session with your client or patient. Going to be really key that we nail the initial assessment with someone so we have the information that we need to then build a really strong training or treatment plan for them. And also just knowing that the person coming in to work with us might be feeling a bit nervous, maybe a little bit scared, unsure, or vulnerable. So we have to consider a lot of factors to keep that person or to help that person feel safe and in a trusting space. And we need to get the information required to be able to get them some wins right off the bat and then in the short and long term. All right, three biggies here that we're going to focus on. We're going to talk about number one, the optimal onboard and how to structure a successful initial consult and or movement assessment. Second thing we're going to focus on is the pelvic floor prescription. So considering exactly what core and pelvic floor education and strategies to integrate within this first session. And then lastly, we'll talk about leveraging your language and managing client mindset. So we got to fit all three of these things into that initial assessment with that client or patient. And again, you could be using this with pregnant postpartum parent clients, and this can be done in person and also can be done online. All right, let's talk about number one, the optimal onboard. So if you have a client coming in for an initial assessment, we're going to assume in this case, it's a 60 minute session. I know for some of you listening in, you might have more time. And for some of you, you might have less time. We're going to say it's 60 minutes and then just adjust these time frames for yourself. However, it's relevant to your practice. Here's what I recommend doing. Send a thorough comprehensive consultation form to that client or patient as they book in, as they purchase this assessment with you, send them this initial consultation form before they come in so you have time to review it. And importantly, so they have time to write their answers down and think through what is actually important for them. What are they hoping to get support with? I find that because with perinatal consults, there's often a lot of information that we might want to have before starting to work with someone. If we leave these filling out the forms and all the conversation until that first meeting, it might just eat up that whole session. And now, of course, some people won't be able to fill them in beforehand. That's totally fine. We can get them to do it while they're there. But again, if we're talking about optimal terms, it might be best for them to fill out that information before coming to you. I'm going to link in the show notes of this episode to our free perinatal consultation form that you can download 
and take and use directly in your sessions, or you can use it as inspiration in creating to or adding to your own form. In this consultation form, you are asking about all of the things. <laughs> in our freebie download that you'll see in the show notes, there's 55 plus, almost 60 questions that are on that form. And again, you don't have to use all of them, but there's going to be some really important ones in there asking about their pregnancy, birth, postpartum histories, if and where applicable. We want to have an understanding of what's been happening for you in this pregnancy, what's going on in your body. Have you had previous birth experiences and what occurred during those experiences? Tell me about postpartum times for you. What has that been like? What is your level of support like? We're going to ask about a bunch of body stuff, of course, symptoms, pain, relationship to body image. We're going to ask about support, sleep, stress, those three S's, support, sleep, stress, because we want to get to know this person on some level. We want to understand how they're operating in their actual life, not only in their body. And you'll see on the consultation form linked in the show notes that we're asking about about really important things that can give us more insight into who this person is outside of only having a pelvic floor, outside of only wanting to address their abdominal wall. So lots of things that we need to know about someone and how they are doing in their real life, physical, mental, and emotional. All right, so you send that consultation form, they're gonna bring it in with them or they have submitted it online which is likely the best route for everyone, the easiest route, you're going to review those forms before they come in. So you know, here's what I want to hit on. Here's what I need to clarify. And just, you know, circling or noting those big things that are probably going to be what you want to address. So maybe that person is having a lot of troubles with their pelvic organ prolapse symptoms. We're going to want to get them some wins right away. So I would spend the first 20-ish minutes getting to know them, reviewing those answers they submitted, hitting on any of those key points, clarifying anything, and just really having a conversation about what it is that they want to address today and then in the near future. Then I would spend the next 35 to 40 minutes taking them through a basic movement screen. So taking them through some exercises, seeing how they move their body, what they feel comfortable with, if there's anything that is ramping up symptoms where they move into a position. So take some time to go through a basic movement screen and don't feel that this needs to be done in any perfect kind of way. You don't need to hit a full workout in this initial consult. What we teach our students in our prenatal and postnatal fitness specialist academies, which is our certification program for fitness and health pros to work with perinatal populations more effectively, are 10 
biggies that they're going to cover during this movement screen. So they cover these 10 movements. And for example, we have squat, hinge, pushing and pulling along with some other things. But we want to see how that person moves. We want to see their tendencies and we want to see if there's any positions or movements in there that are contributing to or leading to their pain and symptoms that they might be experiencing. All right. So that is just our first big rock, the optimal onboard consult form. Spend the first 20 minutes going through that stuff, getting to know them. Spend the next 35 to 40 minutes taking them through a basic movement screen. Moving along to number two, the pelvic floor prescription. So here we're talking about what core and pelvic floor education and strategies can we be integrating within this first session with someone? So like I was saying previously, if we have someone who's coming in for the session and they're really struggling with their pelvic organ prolapse, we want to give them some education and strategies to help them in that first session. I don't want to be leaving things or telling them that, you know, it's going to take four to six weeks for us to feel maybe any relief to get you any further along. I really believe that for most people, we can at least get some wins within the very first session of working with them. So with our POP client, our prolapse client, we probably want to give them some basic education on what the core and pelvic floor even are. They might not know. This is where it can be really handy to have a pelvis model that shows this is what the actual structure of your pelvic bones look like. And here is where the pelvic floor muscles are. You do not need to give them actual specifics in the most case, like anatomical specifics or muscle names or nerve innovations or all the things. It's probably going to be unnecessary for a lot of folks. You might get some, some total science nerds who want that and that's cool and super fun for us but just give them what they actually need to take the next step forward so educate on what the pelvic floor is and the basic functions of it so let them know what their pelvic floor muscles actually do and how it is contributing to their pelvic organ prolapse and any of the symptoms or pain that they might be experiencing Tell them what the core is. For a lot of our people coming in, they will be thinking or assuming that the core is simply their abdominal muscles and, you know, often the six pack or rectus abdominis muscles. Give them some education on how the core is more than just the front side of the belly. Explain to them on how the core, the abdominal muscles, and the pelvic floor work together and what they can do to connect to that part of their body. So I would recommend taking them through something like the connection breath. Again, something that we teach to our certification students. Taking them through the connection breath, 
trying a couple of different cues that they can connect to with their inhale and exhale breath so they can really feel that lengthening and the strengthening of the pelvic floor and the abdominal muscles. Give them the basics that they need. And then I always think, what are the absolute must-knows that this person will need to have to get a win or two right now and before they'll see you the next time? So what can we give them today when they walk out of this session? What can I tell them about their core and pelvic floor that's going to help them over the next however long it's going to be? Week two weeks, month before they come back for their next session, what's going to really help them during that time. And that could be, again, just the connection breath. It could be teaching them a couple of different ways to breathe in their daily life or their workouts. Maybe it's an exhale on exertion strategy. Maybe it's teaching them how to effectively breath hold Maybe it's teaching them some basics about intra-abdominal pressure and how to manage that optimally. So again, give them the goods that they need to know and just keep it super concise and clear. Third and final one, but honestly, this might be the most important thing that we do is leveraging your language and managing client mindset. So this for me is big and I hope that it is for you too. We can have such an impact on someone and how they feel and function in their body based upon the words that we say to them, the guidance and advice that we give them. So key that we are not unnecessarily fear mongering that we are not inducing fear in them for example if we have someone who has come in with pelvic organ prolapse we are not telling them that oh yeah this is just going to continue to get worse and worse you know your pelvic organs are probably going to keep descending even further you're probably going to have prolapse for the rest of your life we probably don't need to talk to them like that. Instead, what can be much more effective is telling them, you know, pelvic organ prolapse is so common. Studies that I have read have shown that, you know, 50% or more of folks who have experienced a pregnancy or birth have some degree of pelvic organ shifting some degree of pelvic organ prolapse. So what you're going through is so, so common. And I just, I want to validate you in that it can be really unnerving and you can feel really kind of unsure or maybe not confident in your body right now. And I totally get that. And I want to work with you to give you some strategies to feel better and to feel more capable. So how can you speak to them in a way that helps them settle, that helps them feel more ease in their body and about what the future may hold? We're not going to give false promises. We're not going to tell them, you know what, that prolapse is totally fine. Don't worry about it. It's going to resolve. We're going to heal it. It's going to go from a grade three to a zero. 
we don't need to be communicating those things to them either that we do not know are true. We're going to be honest. We're going to root in evidence and the facts. You know, this prolapse grade, it might stay the same. It could descend further. We're not sure what's going to happen. What I can tell you from my experience with working with many folks with prolapse is that we absolutely can find strategies to help you manage this, to help you feel okay with this. And if you have stories and experiences with people who have worked with you and they have prolapse and they have seen great results, absolutely share those. So again, we're not in no way unnecessarily fear-mongering We're also not giving false hope or false promises. We are validating, listening, and helping them settle and find some ease with what they are experiencing. Also, really important here, don't overwhelm them with language that they won't understand or that they're not going to remember or be able to recall afterwards. So anything that might be, you know, super confusing or yeah, that that you're just not going to get. I find that it's really key to keep your descriptions, keep your coaching in language that resonates for them and that they can actually understand. I almost think about this as, the way I parent or the way I talk to my kids who are young kids, four and seven. But I think about just giving like very basic, clear instructions and explanations. Because if I were talking to you, the practitioner or coach, we could talk in a different language and we would get each other because this is our education. This is what we're so passionate about. But the people coming in to see us For the most part, general population, they don't have this type of body and pelvic health education. That's not going to make a lot of sense to them. It's probably going to feel even more overwhelming when they're already overwhelmed. So just keep it clear. Keep it concise. Of course, answer all the questions that they might have, but don't overwhelm them with fancy pants language around their body. All right, let's do a quick recap. Point number one, structure that ultimate or that optimal onboard 60-minute session. You know what you're going to do in that 60 minutes. Point number two, the pelvic floor prescription. So give them some basic education on the core and pelvic floor, but also just keep it super focused on What do they absolutely need to know right now? And just don't even touch the rest of it. And point three, leverage your language and manage client mindset. No fear mongering, no false promises. Do what you can to get them feel some calm and hope about their experience. All right, friends, you're going to rock these initial assessments with your perinatal clients. I know it and I trust it and I hope you do too. So go out and have some fun and just really, you know, just do your best to help people feel 
better in their bodies. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 